Hoagie's garage, and Toby is in the garage. He's in the house. I made her back finally. <laughs> been a month. Oh, just been crazy the weather we've been having. Uh, so, but could possibly make for a long winter if we don't get one of them thaws pretty soon. Yeah, you know, I, I at least looked at the temperature. The, you know, the next ten days, and it, we're not going in the negatives. No, and we're stuff. not going so, into the deep freeze. And no. we're in January, so you know what? I'll take that. Yeah, that's that. That took us to like January 20th. So, you know, we'll get to February, we can start seeing well, the, 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 the average temps go up right away. So, <laughs> oh, you bet. So, anything else new, Tobe? How's the plumbing and how's the housework going? Oh, oh the shower's going swell. Still waiting for our door. Yeah. Yep. They were supposed to, it was supposed to be in last week, but with the weather, they figured it wouldn't be until probably Monday or Tuesday. They'd call us. Well, it's Wednesday. We haven't heard anything yet. Yeah. So. And, the first one came in and it was damaged or that something. That was damaged, supposedly. And that was three months ago. Probably yeah, it could be two months now. It's been a while. I God try dang, not to think about it. God dang COVID. Uh, blame everything on <laughs> yeah, COVID, COVID, right? COVID's yeah. fault. Yeah. So, um, hey, I'm I'm kind of looking forward tonight. I I don't know. I know Shaver Motors. That's about all you know about motors. That's about all I. Know. <laughs> you got that right. Um, but. I really don't know who we're talking to that much. Um, I think his name's Don. Um, it's not Ron Shaver, I can tell yep, you that. Yep. Um, but he's the one, I think, that kind of started it. Ron did, yeah. Yep. yep. And, hey, we're we're going to find out about we, Shaver Motors. That's all I can stuff. tell you. We're learning so, stuff. I'm looking forward to it. I uh, think it's going to be fun. All right. I, you know, I gotta, if I can learn something... Not that I can retain it and remember it, but it'll be a lot of fun while we're doing it. <laughs> All right. So when we come back, we'll have somebody with Shaver Motors on. <laughs> we would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Tanner Phillip Racing TPR Carts is a family and veteran-owned operation. Their goal is to provide the best pick carts and products at an affordable price for the everyday racer. You can get anything from a crew chief cart, a self-lifting cart, um, basically a tow cart, you name it. They make high quality stuff made in the USA, made right in central PA. And I tell you what, I, I've only known Rich now for a little while, but he seems like an absolutely great guy. We love the fact that he's a sponsor. And I hope you guys take a look. Take a look at them on Facebook. Tanner Phillip Racing on Facebook. Also, tprcarts.com. Give them a look. They make great products. All right. We're here at Hoagie's Garage. And, Don, I'm... I'm not really going to try and say your last name. Can you tell us your last name for us? It's McCaskill. It's, it's a Scottish name. It's, it's, it's Don McCaskill. Don McCaskill. All right. All most, right. most people have a problem with that. So. Yeah. And you're better known as Dino Don. That's correct. Um, you know, over the years, uh, I, you know, one of my, my major jobs at Shaver Racing Engines, well, one of the reasons Ron actually hired me was to run the Dino. I've been an engine builder all my life, but, you know, when I went to interview for the job almost 25 years ago, he said, you know, I, I don't want you to put motors together. I want you to run the dyno. And I thought I was in heaven. So, <laughs> um, so, and, and since then, because I've been doing, the, I, I've been in charge of the dyno, uh, the, all, 
both of our dino cells since we've been there. Um, I've, I, it, the nickname just kind of stuck. Everybody called me Dino Dawn. And so I, I, I just, I, I kind of kept it and just kept going from there because, you know, people, people knew me, customers knew me as Dino Dawn. So well, you could, could and, have been called it, a lot worse. Well, you know, I could have been, you know, cause, <laughs> especially, especially every once in a while when a motor breaks, I, I've heard some, some, some other names. Other than <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's your fault for having around the dino oh, that it broke. So. You know, it, it, it's kind of funny because when I, when I, most of the stuff we do is all in-house, the motors that we build, but I do do some, some, some outside jobs. And I tell everybody before I ever start the motor up, listen, I'm one of the best there is in the country, but if this thing breaks, it's on you and you still have to pay me for the dino job. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with racing and your upbringing through racing. Well, you know, um, it, it's a great question. I, I started at a very young age. Um, I started at 14 years old. I needed a job. I was, uh, you know, I was in high school. I, had, I wouldn't, didn't even drive yet, but I, I kind of needed a, uh, a job at that point. And I had a very good friend of my uncle's that worked at a, a place called Butler and Wright Oil Parts in Pasadena. And, 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 and some, of, some of the old timers might know that. What they may know better than that is Blair's Speed Shop, which was right down the street from us um, in Pasadena. So uh, that's how I started at 14. I started as a hot tank jockey and literally one thing led to another. And by the time I was uh, a 20, 21 years old, I think, I ended up buying the shop that, uh, that, uh, that we moved to um, and had it for, for, for quite a while. Um, and at that same time, that was probably back in the early 80s, I'm thinking, I got, that's when I got involved with NASCAR. But I'm working, obviously, working in, with, with sprint car motors right now. But my, my start in racing was with NASCAR. I, I came in and wanted us to build a motor for him uh, at, the, at Ascot Speedway. And so we did that. And, you know, one thing led to another next, the next year I was as crew chief and I just, it just kind of blossomed from there. And, um, I, I spent many years, uh, uh, in the, in the, in the NASCAR stock car things at the lower levels at first and then working my way up, uh, won a championship at uh, Saga Speedway with Gary Sigmund, who was a very good friend of mine, passed away a number of years ago, um, and you know, worked my worked my way all the way up to to Charlotte, North Carolina, in the Super Trek series. And you know, I, it, I I was I was kind of living the dream that the, every every racer, every crew crew guy, engine guy, crew chief. I was the engine guy, the crew chief. Um, I was living that dream, but I, I, I was spending so much time away from home. I was married and had a, a five year old at that time, nineteen ninety five. I decided, you know, what, I, I I can't do this anymore, and so I stopped. I quit. I left Charlotte, North Carolina, and came home, and literally. It was almost 20 years from that point that I went back to a racetrack. I, I got so burnt out at the racetrack um, okay. that I, I just didn't go. Now, during that time, I started working at, at Shavers. I, I, when I came back from North Carolina, I, 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 I had one of my crew guys used to, went to high school with Ron Shavers. So um, I asked him to get me an interview. One thing led to another, and 25 years later, I'm still there. Wow. That's, uh, you've been involved in racing for an awful long time then. Uh, you know, it's, uh, well, let's see, I guess, uh, 1981, I guess, yeah. Yeah. I've been watching racing since then, my uncle used to take me and my brother when we were younger to the races at Rocky, but not involved with it like you have been. (laughs) Well, it's just been a fun ride, you know, and when I, when I actually went back to a racetrack, um, here in Southern California, Paris Auto Speedway is one of our, one of our best, uh, dirt tracks here in, in Southern yep. California. Well, it is the best dirt track in Southern California. I had some friends um, that, uh, that, uh, that I used to race with 
that wanted me to that asked me to come back and 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 you know just kind of watch things or whatever and and so they they, they talked me into coming back and the next thing I know I'm I'm the technical director at Paris Speedway so that oh. uh, that, <laughs> that 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 only lasted for a little over a year or so and I and the COVID thing hit and it was just it was, a, it was such a time consuming thing for me that I I, I had to, I had to let that one go so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, now all I'm doing is is trying to break motors and shavers. That ain't all bad. <laughs> it, it sounds bad, really but it's not a gig. bad job. No, it's really a fun gig. I I, I enjoy it. I, you know, we've learned so much, and, and being able to, uh, like this Ford project, that uh, this Ford Sprint Car engine that we did for for Tony Stewart Racing and for Ford, you know, it was such a, a fun project to do because it was everything was new. Every, almost every piece of the engine was newly designed and. And um, you know, um, all our guys at Shavers had had a part in that. Um, we, we had a part in working with the with the, the crew chiefs and the and the engineers at Ford. Um, Ron and I actually went back to the, the test facility at Ford uh, uh, a little over a year ago to to work with those guys. And, and and it's just been it's just been fun being able to be a part of something that has been so successful. You know, the the the, the other part of, of of the the other fun part of of being involved with Shaver Racing Engines is, um, you know. I, I mean, it, I, it almost sounds like I'm bragging, but we have won so many different championships over the years, especially, you know, since I've been there, uh, Ron, way before me. And then, of course, since I've been there, uh, since I've been there, we, we've probably won a total of, you know, 50 championships throughout the country, um, including, you know, you, you, if, you, if you just put Donnie Schatz and Damien Garner, who is a local guy, Damien's a local CRA yep. guy, th- yep. th- that's, 20, that's 20 championships right there where I was involved in the motor projects. That's just cool. That's pretty awesome. Now, I, you know, I always tell people I stalk, stalk uh, people out a little bit, and it's maybe not appropriate to say that, but I, I have to research a little bit on the guys that I'm doing. Now, can you tell us the difference between the Ford motor and a Chevy? Because from what I was reading, the Ford wanted to keep everything together, where Chevy kind of, Mix mashed a bunch of stuff or something like that, and I know I'm you not know, saying it's, that it's, right, but no, 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 I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I remember writing that, <laughs> and so, um, so basically, in the in the sprint car industry, and this is it's not just a sprint car industry; it's it's many other different uh, type of divisions also in the sprint car. Uh, in our business, the the world of outlaws, the local guys, whatever, the Chevrolet sprint car motor. From top to bottom, there's not one piece in that motor that's made by Chevrolet. And everything in that motor is aftermarket. When Ford wanted to start this project, one of their stipulations was that their parts be used. So the major parts of the Ford engine that we started with, now we had a part in designing some of these parts, but the major parts, the cylinder head and the blocks, are from Ford manufacturing. Okay. And that's the biggest difference. That's the biggest difference. Okay. Then one more quick question on that. Uh-huh. Something about the motors at first were rejected because of the valves. Something to do with the valves. <coughs> when now we're going back in history a little bit, and this is going to be before my time. This what 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 you're talking about is ancient history. When. When Ron is Ron Shaver is actually one of the only guys, maybe the only guy that has ever won a, a World of Outlaws championship with both Ford and Chevrolets. When Ron was working with the Ford Motors back in the '80s, they were working with a different cylinder head where they had cannon valves, um, and the Ford guys will understand what I'm talking about. 
Um, and they were so successful with that motor that the powers that be, the World of Outlaws, the sprint car powers that be, decided that they outlawed that soldier. So that when that happened, the, the Ford engine basically died out of the out of out of sprint car racing because there wasn't an alternative that could keep up with the Chevrolets. So okay. when we did, and, and when I say we, there's it's not just our shop that's been working on this. Jack Roush has done a great job with their, their Ford motors. There's like a bunch of guys over there that I know that have done a wonderful job with the Ford thing. This particular engine, the World of Outlaws motor, is slightly different than what they have. And they when they um, came to us about this, their, their basic, uh, what, what they basically wanted was, they, they told us, listen, that we want you guys to design us an engine that can that can compete with the Chevrolets that, that has more horsepower than the Chevrolets. So you know we we thought about that for a minute, and again it took a long time, but we we came up with a a, a process. And when I say we, I you know there, there's a number of guys that uh, that, that have been working on this. Um, Andy Durham from uh, from North Carolina basically started this project. Uh, you know we 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 were slightly involved at that point. Um, but he basically started this project and actually built the first motor, and um, and he brought it to our shop to dyno from North Carolina because he his he was used to dynoing gasoline engines and of course sprint car motors are alcohol yeah. alcohol methanol motors. So um, you know when Ford said, hey, listen, let's put this thing together, see if you can make some horsepower. Um, we, the, the first motor that I had on the dyno was literally fifty horsepower better than. Chevrolet, <laughs> and uh, so which a lot of guys would say oh well, you guys are that's wonderful that's great well it, it actually wasn't really wonderful because it had so much power it was it was so it was so hard to drive so we had not get it to the track you just couldn't get to the track so and since then we have tried we've been and we've actually been very successful at it donnie uh donnie Schultz is you know won some big races last year oh, with, yeah. um, including knoxville um we we've basically with his input and a few other drivers, Tony Stewart, uh, you know, has loved the motor, and a few other drivers that have tested this thing, we have tailored, we have tried to tailor the engine so that it, it still has power, but it, it, it's easier to drive. And we're getting, we're, we're almost there. We, we've got a number of combinations now that we use with this particular engine that we, we can we can uh, put in the race car that has either it has either more or less power depending on the racetrack, and and that's that's what we've been working on in the last year. Okay. Yeah. Tone them down a little bit for a short track, maybe, and exactly, exactly up the yes. power on the big half miles. That's exactly what we're doing. Yes. Yeah. So now, and, and it, you know, it's a lot easier to, to to take horsepower out of a motor than it is to put it oh, in. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's a lot easier uh, for me to slow down than it is to go fast. I can tell you that. Yeah. So so it's been it's been like I said, it's just been a fun project. So it's it's I'm I'm guessing here, but I'm assuming it's probably fairly safe to assume it don't matter if it's the Chevy or the Ford, but none of the parts are probably like stock. I mean, they're not out in your Ford pickup or anything. The parts or your that Chevy would never pickup. happen. That that would never happen. And and the reason for that is is fairly simple. Um, the abuse that the guys put on these sprint car motors is unbelievable. Oh yeah. The, uh, it, uh, the fact that, that that you can take a 930 horsepower engine and make it last with the abuse that the drivers put it through is amazing. And one of the things that I am most proud of is uh, talking about Donnie Schatz. There was a period of time when he was winning all of his championships that we went, I, I, I estimated it was somewhere about 450 straight main events without 
an engine-related DNF. And that's one of the stats that I'm, I'm most proud of. Because of, because of that, we have had that use, like I said, on the Ford, for example, the block and the heads are, are, are manufactured by Ford, but they're racing parts. They're, they're yep. built with racing specs in them. Yep. Every other part of that motor is something that we get from uh, guys like Danny Jessel, who unfortunately just passed away yesterday. Really, was, We were really sad to hear that. Um, Sonny Bryant. We've been using Sonny Bryant's cranks forever. Uh, he, I think he was just last year where he passed away. All, all the guys that have, have have been the innovators in this building or in this in this field are are getting old now, and, and some of them are, are starting to leave us, and that's and that's kind of sad. But we, we've been using the parts that we the, the reason why we don't have the failures is because the parts that were the other the external parts that we're using are so are built so tough that we, we buy the best parts that we can, and, and we still have you know, there, there are still part failures, but oh yeah, we we buy the we buy the most. We buy the most durable parts that we know of, and again, some of these parts we've actually helped design based on failures. Yep. You know, one of our one of one of our biggest things is failure analysis. When we when we have a failure, we we are very good at figuring out what, why it happened and how to fix it so it doesn't happen again. And and that's that's been part of our success. And that's huge. I mean, nobody yeah, wants to lose a race because of something like that. You know, it's one thing exactly. to get caught in a crash, but if your motor just, yeah. especially if it's premature, I mean, if you're in your 15th show on that motor things have been stressed to the max anyhow but exactly exactly and you know we have a we have a, a, a schedule that we tell our customers that you know they keep track of how many laps you got on the thing yep. i mean you know how many how many laps are on the valve springs when to change those you know certain things like that so to help them catch a problem before it actually becomes disastrous i heard once i think somebody said something once like is it like 500 laps they want to run and then they send them in to get freshened, or do you guys you know, have a number? It, 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 it depends. And when I say it depends, we build a, a number of different types of engines. It's not just the world about lots. Yeah, um, so I was just it, talking it, about it, the world. It, 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 it also depends on your budget, too. For example, um, on, on our on our top level, and I'm going to use the Donnie Shots of the Ford again, for example, you know, 10 to 12 races, that's about it. Yep. And when I say 10 to 12 races, you, you know, you, you average, you, you figure you average about 55 gallons of methanol per race. So you can kind of get an idea. Lap wise, it depends on the racetrack. But sure. um, you know, some of the, some of the local guys with their with the non wing four ten motors, they're they're very similar to the outlaw motors. They just don't have quite the power. They can go twenty twenty two races. Same with the three the guys with the three sixties. Yep. The three sixties, the way they race, they can go you know twenty some races um, be, before a rebuild. And then at that point, it really depends on um, you know when you when you run. We, you, you're checking the motor out after the race, which we have all of our customers do. We teach them how to, to check the motor before they go to the next race. Um, what they find, and if there's an issue, um, then they can catch it, bring it, bring it to us, we can fix it. Again, yeah. before it, it blows something up where they can't even use the motor. Yeah, yeah. yeah remember you these motors are the block they, and everything else. Exactly. They, you know, these motors are, are expensive. The, the 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 Chevrolets, the world, uh, a brand new world outlaw Chevrolet can you know could cost like sixty five thousand bucks. Yeah, and 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 the Ford motors a little bit more expensive just because the the, the parts aren't readily available yet. Yep. yep, yep. All right. Hey Don, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, thanks. Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind since nineteen seventy nine. Call Trim at 800-831-831. 8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, call Trim at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. And we're back here with Dino Don. Hey, <laughs> um, 
you know, COVID, you know, we were talking off air a little bit before about how you don't like snow, but I, I would no, say during the COVID time, <clears throat> I think I would prefer to be in Iowa than California, but uh, that's beside <laughs> the point. But with all that, how hard has it been for you guys with parts? Has it been as hard as everybody else? Or You know, that is, that is a great question. And there's, there's going to be a number of my own customers that are going to want me, to, want me to, to give the answer to that because we have so many motors at the shop right now um, to, to rebuild, uh, you know, from the end of last year. Um, that, you know, we're, we're, we're struggling a little bit. We're, and the, one of the reasons why we're struggling, and again, it, it was it wasn't terribly bad before COVID, but since COVID, it hasn't recovered yet. Yep. And and because of that, we are having to wait so long for parts that so, some of our customers I can't give them their engines. And and it's not because of our lack of trying. You know, the, I just ordered a set of rods from Carrillo uh, last week, and they told me fourteen weeks. Well, how, you know how, how it's, it's hard to build a motor when when. For a, to build a motor for a customer when you have to wait that long for parts. So that's been a huge problem for us, not just us, the, our suppliers. I mean, everybody, it, it starts right from the, it starts from, you know, a boat in China. I mean, there was, yeah. there were, there were a hundred ships parked out uh, of the ports right outside where, where our shop is in Torrance. Um, because they, there was, they, no, there was nobody to unload them because of the COVID thing. And that has not recovered yet. So we're still struggling with that. And, and that's and it's everywhere. It ain't just racing because you know we, I mentioned earlier I work for the county for the highway departments. So we got Sanders and yeah. whatnot, and yeah. we broke an orbital motor, a hydraulic motor, and yeah. the mechanic called to order one or get one, and they told him it was forty four weeks. Oh Jesus! Wow. But now they they did find one now, so now it's only been two weeks. So they did find one somewhere. Wow. So we're getting a motor, wow. but. To, to, to get a brand new one or whatever, it was going to be 44 weeks. So it, it's it's everything is screwed up yet. Wow. Yeah, that just sucks. And, and so we, we've been, you know, we've been part of that whole thing. And, and you know, we're doing the best we can. But, um, you know, it, it's just it, the, the COVID thing is, you know, it's, it's, it's it, it, I don't know how long it's going to take to recover, but it, it's, it's, I don't see it recovering fully in the near, in the near future, the near year, year or two. I don't see it recovering fully. Yeah, yeah. that's too bad. That's too bad. So, so at Shaver Engines, then is it is it strictly motors that you guys do, or do you dabble in other things? Or I shouldn't say dabble, but is there other aspects to the business? Or <laughs> you know, <clears throat> excuse me. It's funny that you should ask that because there are actually three different parts to our business. That's why it is called Shaver Specialties. The the racing engine business is called Shaver Specialties Racing Engine. The other two parts of our business is just called Shaver Specialties, and they're they're actually kind of separate entities. Um, one of the, uh, the when Shaver Specialties first started, it started with Ron Shaver's dad, George. Uh, he got out of the he got out of the the, the Navy uh, after World War II, and he, he was a machinist, and so he started a machine shop. Um, one of the biggest things that we are known for, besides our street car engines, is one of the things that George Shaver actually helped design and build. Now, I don't know if you guys from Iowa have ever heard of uh, In and Out Burgers here in, in California. Heard of them, but we don't have any. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. I know you don't. Well, they, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a pretty good, pretty good chain. It's a great burger, but um, they needed a machine. Uh, well. 
we built the machine that, that they made us famous. And the machine is, uh, if you've ever been to one of these hamburger places and you've seen a guy put a potato in, in a thing and, and pull the handle down and, and slice the, the potato into french fries, yep. we've, been make, we've been making those since 1939. Really? So that's, that's one of the things that, that we still do. George Shaver designed and built all the, all the machines that make that whole process possible that's one of the aspects besides the racing engine the other aspect is is we are also a manufacturer we manufacture a number of different things um the shaver westmore gear drive it's the gear drive is what drives the camshaft from the, from the crankshaft um we we've been building we've been building that at the shop for uh oh gosh longer way longer than i've been there uh, probably since the 80s um and also too um hydraulic lifters a number of years ago 10 12 years ago or so maybe even more than that now um, uh, Kolf Camps came to us and said, hey, listen, we need somebody to, to build hydraulic lifters um, because they're one of the major manufacturers that was building them went out of business or whatever. So we started building, manufacturing uh, uh, hydraulic lifters for Kolf Camps, which we still do today. And, um, and you know, we, we make about 2,000, 2,500 lifters a week for Kolf Camps. So that, that whole entity is separate also from the racing engine business. And, and so there's, like I said, there's three parts to our business um, that, that, that keep So that's awesome. So can I assume again that that maybe lifters then isn't what you're waiting for to build motors for customers? <laughs> well, no, actually no. And the lifters that we build are, are not the racing lifters that we use in the in the in the racing engine. Oh, okay. The lifters that we build, hydraulic lifters that we we use are basically for street cars. You sure. Know, yep. Yep. Hot rods and things like that. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. New about new about. So, um, it seems like what you do there, Don, you. You kind of are willing to show people videos. I mean, you have a YouTube page. You have yes. a couple different things. Um, yes. I, I find that very unique. Um, can you tell us a little bit about why you're doing that? And, you know, sure. what's what's the benefits for you? Um, you know, that's a really good question. And, and, you know, we talked a little bit about this off air. Um, uh, I've been working with a number of people in this industry that, that are just incredible folks. Um, one of the guys is Lake Speed Jr. Him and I started uh, doing doing testing together oh, probably about 12 years ago. Um, when he was working for Driven Racing Oil, he needed somebody, uh, a shop to, to come to, to to test his oil. So uh, him and I actually worked together for, for years and years and years developing some of these oils that, that Driven Racing Oil has right now um, and that I still use uh, today in the shop. Um so the, we, what we started doing is, is making these videos uh, based upon some of the testing that we've been doing. Um, and because we for two reasons. One, because him and I were having so much fun at it. And the other <laughs> thing, too, is, is we, it, 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 we wanted to pass on some of the knowledge that we've gained. You know, a lot of folks don't know exactly what's in, in a racing law. They, they don't know how it works, whatever. So, you know, we, we started doing that. And it, and it has kind of developed for me where I, I've enjoyed sharing some of that knowledge that I've actually started doing that uh, recently. When I say recently, in the last few years, I've actually started doing it just with the racing engine part of it, um, you know, and, and, and I'm doing it because I, I'm, we're, I, I, I'm 62 years old and I, I don't want my knowledge to go to waste. I, I don't, I'm not getting anything out of this. I just want to share some of the knowledge that, that I've gained over the last 50 years with people out with whoever out there, 
wants to listen to it. You know, I've, I've got one video out there, my, my cooling system video, which I, it kind of totally shocks me to this day. I've got almost 76,000 views on my, on my cooling system video. And, and th- there's obviously people out there that, 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 that are, are searching for, for the information that I have in my head, and I'm glad to give it to them. That, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah, that's, I mean, but that's unique, Don, because, I mean, the people that build motors, I mean, when people walk into the shop, they're covering stuff up so that people don't see it, you know, and and you're doing YouTube videos on what you're doing. So this is really unique, if you ask me. Well, you know, thanks. Um, But again, you got to remember, you know, in the the business that we're in, in the the specialized business that we're in, um, that the engines that are being used now, <clears throat> that most of that development has happened over the years in our shop. Um, the you know Ron Shaver is known for that for being innovative, and and, and he's taught us so much about that. Um, it, 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 there, there's not a whole lot of secrets out there uh, in our in our business. There's not a lot of secrets because we we've been copied so many times, and, and that's I mean that just makes me feel great because you know the people people are obviously respecting what we do but the, the, there's no secrets about it. The, the talent that we have at the shop basically comes from the, the human side of it like i said we've got we've got about 240 years of experience at our shop and and so i don't really if somebody comes in and wants to look at a motor they can look at it all they want i don't care <laughs> you know it, it's it's an honor for me to have them want to copy it yep you bet um Going back to that Ford that you developed for Donnie and Tony, um, how long, if, if, if we can ask, how long was it before you had one to put on the track? I mean, how, was it, I mean was it a two-year process, a year process? How long did it take to get that developed? You know, I think from, from the, the conception to when I dynoed the first engine was probably about a year and a half. Okay. I hit it pretty good. Then I went with a year or two. Yeah, years, it, was so probably, year. it was probably about a year and a half. And, and again, basically, the, the block, the engine block, which I told you on the Ford Project, Ford wanted to build that. They already had a design uh, that, that was very close. The cylinder head is, was 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 made from scratch. The, the, we we had the first cylinder heads made. Uh, Edelbrock Racing uh, made the first cylinder heads, um, just so we could get the ball rolling. Um, and then once we got. Uh, to the point where we were actually building motors. Um, Ford Ford took over the, the the casting of the cylinder heads based upon some of the uh, a lot of the specifications that and, and changes that we needed to make to the head to make it a better uh, a better piece, a more reliable piece. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Toyota's trying to get into it, and a guy uh, that we yeah. know fairly well, well, Reitzel is sponsored by a guy just outside of Leicester here, Fulton's brother, yeah. and. Uh, mm-hmm. What what do you think has been you know been since you've gone through this? What's what do you think has been the, their biggest you know things that they've had to look at? Um, the, the issue that I have with that question is that I, I kind of know uh, a lot of the issues, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't probably share them, which is fine. <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? Um, I I think that I think those guys at Toyota have have really done a great job. They're 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 they're, they're you know they, they they've come a long way. Um, they're, they're still not quite there yet, but they're, they're working on it. And um, uh, we um, I, I'm trying to figure out uh, 
Uh, there's just not a whole lot I can say about that. Yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. Sometimes we just ask questions that and you just say pass, and we're good with yeah, that. I, 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 I don't want to get anybody in trouble, so nope. I, I, I can't say. Nope, that sounds good. To us. So you said you had you know a bunch of motors in the shop waiting and stuff. Um, about can you you got an idea how many motors do you guys build in a year or refresh or whatever? I mean, how many motors do you guys have out there? Do you think? Do we have out there, or do we rebuild? Oh, how many motors do we have out there? I'm guessing. Oh, geez. In, in all the divisions, um, including, are you talking about just the United States, or? Well, we'll uh, stick in the U.S. Yeah, we won't go. Well. Okay, um, I, I'm guessing there's probably at this point running shaver motors. Um, gosh, I, I'm I'm guessing there's probably two or three hundred of them still out there. Okay. Um, you awesome. know, it's it, it's it's a lot. Um, yeah, I, I, that that would be my guess. About two or three hundred of them. Now, as far as what what we do per year, you got to remember, uh, I'm I'm at, I, at 62 years old. I'm one of the oldest engine guys there. That's that's been another one of our problems. So we're, we're, we've slowed down a bit um, as far as being able to to uh, pump out motors like we used to. You know, when we were you know 20 years oh, ago, yeah. we were a little yeah. bit more spry. Um, but we probably do. I'm guessing we probably rebuild 50 or 60 motors a year. Okay, oh, that's awesome. So right. when you were saying in the U.S., I'm assuming then, I'm guessing then you probably have some that run them in Australia, New Zealand, and stuff too yet. Yeah, we've got we've got some guys down in in, uh, in Australia that uh, that we send motors to to, and also uh, we help some of the engine builders down there. Gary Meehan's a, a real good guy. Him and I are fairly close. Um, he just he just won a race a couple of days ago with a, an engine that uh, I, I gave him some tips on. Okay. Right. Cool. <laughs> hey, uh, before we get to speed questions, uh, can you tell us where people can find those videos? Um, yes, absolutely. Great question. Um, there, there's uh, there's basically three three places. If you go to the Shaver Specialties Racing Engines Facebook page, there, there's some on there. Uh, there's also uh, they're also on my on my uh, YouTube page, which is Dino Donnie Mac D Y N O D O N N Y M A C um, at YouTube. Um, there, there's a number of videos there, and of course, my website is dinodonnymac.com. And, and again, I'll, the, the website and YouTube page are fairly new, so I'm still working on them. I, I still need to, to, to get some stuff going on them. But there's a number of videos there that I think a lot of people would like to see. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, that's. I mean, if there's anything after we get done with these questions that we haven't talked about, Donnie, uh, feel free to speak about it. All right. But okay. Uh, here we go. What What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Probably Rocky Road. Are you a cat or dog person? Both, uh, but my favorite is cats. Okay. Um, do you have any hobbies? Water skiing, scuba diving. Well, there you go. Water person. Do you have a <laughs> favorite movie? Oh, gosh. Uh, These uh, are all questions you can say pass on, too, if we don't. Because you know, some people got yeah. 50 movies they like to watch. Yeah, I, I do too. I'm gonna have to pass on that one. All right. Are you a? <laughs> I know the answer to this. Are you a snow or rain guy? Yeah. See, uh, you guys already know the answer. That I'm a Southern California guy. I don't even visit the snow. <laughs> <laughs> now, are 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 you anywhere? Is all that rain and flooding? Is that north of you then? Yes, most of that stuff is coming through Central California. Okay. We've, we've got another. We've got we've got another four bands of this big giant thing 
coming starting on Saturday. Now, what we get down here is the tail end of it. Okay. A couple of days ago, when, when they were having all the problems up there, we had like three inches of rain. We can deal with that. We can't deal with 10 inches of rain like they've had up in Central no. California. Yeah. Nobody wants that much. 10 inches is too much. Yeah. So Yeah. Um, if you're going to be stranded on an island somewhere, what kind of music would you have to take with you to listen to? Classic rock. Classic rock. There we go. Do you have a favorite place to go out and eat? Uh, my backyard. I'm one of the best chefs that I know. Oh, there you go. Um, what a uh, favorite holiday. There we go. I'm losing track. Got to put my glasses back up on my nose. Favorite holiday would have to be Thanksgiving because uh, because of the cooking involved. Yeah, I was going to say, you um, cook. But, so you, yeah, my, my, all family, my, my family um, uh, loves to cook, and, and so we, we all do it up on Thanksgiving. I, my, my son has actually taken over the last couple of years, and he's done it at his house, which has just been, just has been, been fun for me. So. Awesome. Awesome. What app do you use on your phone the most? Gosh, that's that's a that's a loaded question right there. I mean, I'm gonna get in trouble if I actually tell you. Just <laughs> uh, no, um, I, it would probably have to be uh, uh, Yahoo News, um, Yahoo News Messenger, and uh, Facebook. All Facebook. right. So since we talk a lot of racing and motors and stuff here, what's how many speeding tickets do you have? You know, it's funny. Um, I drive a Prius. <laughs> so not a lot you're saying you know uh, car, cars are, are tools to me I, I i've been involved with auto racing so long and and, and pounded out so many fenders that a, a car some people are really really into cars i'm not i'm really into motors um but uh, cars don't mean that to me I, i've probably gotten maybe three speeding tickets all my life um, awesome. and, and again, I drive a Prius back and forth to work because I drive 400 miles a week and it gets 50 miles a gallon. Yep. I, I, I get my speed kicks on the dyno. There you go. Get your adrenaline rush that way. So exactly. if we go back a few years before the Prius and when you were younger in yes. regards to speeding tickets, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? Not uh, that, that you got... probably, would probably be within my 70s ago that I had, uh, right out of high school and i and i had it up to about 125 okay that's pretty good now uh, i guess I, I shouldn't talk about the i i actually did race one race in my life as a driver at ascot the, the year that they closed now oh. I, at ascot it was the quarter mile track so that's not going very fast but so that that was the only time i've ever actually been a driver other than a crew chief or an engine builder so okay. there you go. what class were you running in then it was it was a hobby stock class. And okay. I can I can I can actually say that I'm the only person that I have ever met that's been involved with racing who has never lost a race. I, I <laughs> there you go. I, I, I won that race at Ascot. Um, I finished 18th in points for the season after winning that last race of the year, and I never hopped back in a race car again. <laughs> I went out a winner that way. Oh. Yep. Um, what's your favorite drink? What's your favorite thing to drink? Whiskey. There you go. Straight, or you put a little pop with uh, it, or you know, I'll put I'll put a few ice cubes in there and yep. a little dab of water. Yeah. All right. Uh, last question is: If you if money was no object, is there a certain car that you would just love to have? You know, I most of my life, I know there's a number of cars that I will never own. <laughs> even if they're, even if because they're so expensive, because I know so much, so much about cars, but you know, I've always wanted a Corvette, um, and 
you know, I, I know the guys at GM at GM Racing, and I know that the, the the guy, you know, the people that have developed the new engine. I, I know all these guys, and the new car, I just kind of I love the way it looks. It would probably have to be one of those new Corvettes. So you take a new Corvette. See, I'm I'm more into Corvette. an old Corvette. I'd rather have a '60s Corvette or or late '50s vet. Yeah, knock yourself out. I'm 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 going with this stuff. Personally, <laughs> personally, I'd rather just have a pickup. I'm not a vet fan, but if I was going to get a vet, yeah, I'd yeah. have to go with the old ones. Oh. Yeah, no, I've had I had I had a, I've had a pickup all my life, and now now I'm into I got Jeeps. I got a Jeep out the river that I I towed my boat with. And, um, so I, I'm into I'm into Jeeps and Priuses now. So. Yeah. Well, Don, thanks so much for coming on. This has been really fun for us to learn more about what you do and the Shaver Motors and everything else. Is there anything else you want to mention before we let you go? Well, no, I think we've covered it all. I really appreciate you guys. Um, it's it was kind of fun doing this, and you know, let me know if there's anything you know I can do for you guys in the future, and and um, you know, uh, I, I'll, I'll make sure that all my guys on the Shaver page everything know that they can they can watch this if they want, and uh, starting at some point tomorrow. And um, you know, again, I really appreciate uh, you guys having me on. It's been it's been a lot of fun for me, also. Well, we'll keep your number in case we got something we need to know. So. <laughs> All right, Jeff and Toby, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Don. Take care. You too. I'd like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, Side-by-sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers, and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. Dope. It didn't disappoint. Now, I, I know I think I say it probably about every podcast. Super nice guy. Oh, geez. Jeez. You know, we talked to him for five, ten minutes off air before we even started the podcast, you know, when he first called him. and Oh, super nice guy. And then the information that he's got in his brain for all that stuff. Yep. And, of course, I had a little brain fart. I throw out a Toyota thing, and he can't <laughs> talk about it. He wanted to, but he knew he could, so I, I apologize. He knew about it. Yeah, I apologize to Don, anything. but um, I didn't mean to put him on the spot there. But we – uh. That was so much fun. I mean, we learned a lot of stuff. Go check out the YouTube page. Go check out, you know, the Facebook page. Yep. The videos, I mean, like you said, 73,000 views on that engine coolant stuff, you know. I mean, his videos, there's nobody better than Shaver Motors. Well, they've been around forever. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what did he say? Ron's dad started building things after World War II. Yeah. The French fry cutter or something. In and out burgers, baby. Yep. Those yep. are the best. So, <laughs> all right. Well, thank thanks so much to Don. Yep. Um, you know, we're out here in Leicester in the middle of nowhere, and he didn't want to come visit though. No, he he's maybe during the, the summer he would, yeah. but oh, but all right. Well, thanks, and hey, that's a wrap for show one.